Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Yes, it is that time of year. It's that time of the week. It is a Saturday night. It's nine o'clock. It is time for the best in modern and contemporary jazz in jumping in, but with a slightly more spooky feel than usual. With myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's spooktacular edition of Jumping In. Jumping out from dark speakers when you least expected it at the regular time of nine o'clock on a Saturday on the nation's favourite station, Manx Radio, where the... Were you really afraid it was going to be any different? But you should be really afraid, because we're going to bring you a scarily good selection of modern and contemporary jazz. So, H, what ghosties and ghoulies have grabbed you by the turnips and... What has punctured your pumpkin, or do I mean what ghosties and turnips have grabbed you by the uh, collar? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Uh, it's all about the W's. It's wizards, witchcraft and white magic. And for me, we saved them from the sun. We have a yarn with a nighttime royalty. We're not lying when we figure it out. And how about a top tune, eh, to get things going? We'll scare them up with a big Bergen big band. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. The unmistakable lyrical playing of John Sermon with the Bergen Big Band from the very fine 2014 release Another Sky. The album showcases this fantastic band with Sermon at the helm and some great originals, including the Another uh, Another Sky Suite, which opens the album, and uh, a lot of the arranging also done by John's old friend and fellow saxophonist John Warren, who we saw him with at King's Hall, didn't we? King's Place a couple of years ago. Yeah, terrific. And in fact, that suite was performed live at the King's Hall, uh, King's Place, in 2014 London Jazz Festival, which, in case we haven't mentioned it, is coming up in a few weeks' time. And uh, when he did that, that was his 70th birthday. The piece we heard was the aptly named Scare em Up, which is a typically inventive sermon twist on an old English folk song, opening with a violin-like soprano sax theme, and then it develops with this lithe, fast-moving big band swinger showcasing the band, as we heard. And as you may have also heard on the show a couple of weeks ago, where he played John's latest. He's still making great music in his 79th year. He is indeed possibly slightly more laid back than of yore, but I mean, I think anyone can be forgiven for that as the years go by. Uh, We're not moving that far away from uh, a man who John played with many times over the years, the great pianist John Taylor, sadly no longer with us, died at a tragically uh, young age, I think literally on stage, uh, uh, if memory serves correct. And well-known perhaps of the association with ECM and with azimuth and such like and with that lovely spacious ECME sound. But he played for a long time before that in a much more sort of frenetic style, in more more coming out of bebop perhaps, and uh, played again in some quite free stuff as well before he's got that ECME spacious sound that maybe he's best known for. I don't know. We're going to go way back to 1972 when he had his trio a very good trio it was too, with a long-time associate, again, well-known to Sermon, Chris Lawrence on bass, Tony Levin at the drums from the album Decipher. This is what you need around about Hop Tune, I think. White Magic. <laughs> Thank you. 
Terrific stuff, as I say, perhaps not that laid-back style you might associate with John Taylor in latter years, but that 1972, which is, uh, yeah, more years ago than most people care to remember, as in over half a century, would you believe? No! Don't think about it too much. Wonderful bass playing from uh, Chris Lawrence there. Still going, as far as I know. I haven't seen him for quite some time, but he was uh, still knocking around. He's in his 70s now, but I think he's still active on the London scene. Uh, Chris himself, a wonderful musician. Uh, I was just looking. He actually started and was indeed principal double bass player with the Academy of St Martin in the Fields until the mid-1990s and played on things like the film Amadeus and with... Curly River, Benjamin Britten's song, and also, along with playing with, well, pretty much anyone who's anyone on the British jazz scene, uh, the likes of John Sermon and Frank Ricotti and John Paracelli and Tony Williams and Tony Coe and Sarah Vaughan, yeah, you might basically name any good name, he'll have been there. Also, he's done quite a lot of work over the years with stars way outside the jazz firmament. So he's played with Elton John, he's played with Peter Gabriel, Sting, Mary uh, Chapin Carpenter, Joni Mitchell, David Gilmore, uh, Gilmore uh, the guitarist John Williams and also Michel Legrand, talented chappy. Wonderful stuff there from uh, back in the early 70s. White magic. Yes, plenty of uh, early, quite free music from John Taylor on uh, Fender Rhodes as well. Or will it's a piano. Next from me, though, an unseasonable spook from perhaps a less well-known but nonetheless great trio album from 26 years ago, not quite so far back. And a drummer who is perhaps best known for his progressive rock work with uh, Yes or King Crimson or Genesis, UK, National Health not to mention his own bands, Bruford and Earthworks. He's Bill Bruford with If Summer Had Its Ghosts.
Mm. If Summer Had Its Ghosts, the title track of a great 1997 album, in some interesting company, I'm sure you could guess at least one of the contributors. Yeah, with well, a very distinctive sound of um, Ralph Towner, by the sound of it, Ralph Towner, instantly recognisable yeah. on the 12-string, and also playing piano, although probably not simultaneously, yeah. and keyboards on the album as well, and the uh, Puerto Rican bass player primarily known for his great work with Bill Evans. But, but it was uh, uh, Scott LaFaro? No, who was that then? Eddie Gomez. Eddie Gomez, of course, yeah. yeah. Some, some great Funny melodic enough. playing from him. Bill says he needed a band to play what he called his anti-testosterone compositions. Just when all the other drummers were turning to more muscular jazz rock, he reflected, in my mind, this record is effortless, intricate and subtle. There's nowhere to hide. It's completely scary. There we are. Uh, uh. I just, if you just touch something, and that's that. I really like this musical watercolour painting thing with these guys. If Summer Had Its Ghosts was originally released on Robert Fripp's Discipline label, but later re-released on Cherry Red Records in 2020, and a worthwhile addition for fans of any member of the band. It is indeed. Uh, yeah, you hear these, I haven't heard that for ages, and you think, oh, I must go back and listen to that. Trouble is, there are too many albums to go back and listen to, and too many new albums coming out all the time. It is jumping in, Chris and myself, H, with you through uh, until the top of the hour this evening. A bit of a, Woo-hoo! exactly, hot tune, spooktacular. It is Jazz Jim, but it's all with a spooky theme, and you can't get much spookier than a bit of witchcraft. Thank you. 
Might well gather there it is live, of course. Who else but Bill Evans? Again, very distinctive. Live at Art Dluguth's Top of the Gate. Yeah, not at the Village Vanguard or the the uh, uh, Birdland or any of those other famous clubs, but one which I think is gone now. Art Dluguth's Top of the Gate, the Village Gate, back in 1968, Greenwich Village. And again, not the classic lineup of the Bill Evans trio with Paul Motion and Scott LaFaro. However, you might recognise the bass player there because we just had him. That was Eddie, Eddie Gomez, Gomez again, quite yes, a bit earlier, yes. 1968, a very young Eddie Gomez. You'd think, you think we planned this stuff, wouldn't you? Amazing how long, how long he played for. Uh, I think, I think he, did he leave us a year ago, um, Eddie Gomez? I think he did. Uh, something plays at the back of my mind that Eddie did leave us. Uh, Marty Morell uh, at the drums again, who drummed with Bill for quite some time and... In keeping with our Hop Tune program this evening, that was Witchcraft. And uh, his ghost may be haunting you later, but he's 79 years old and still with us, it would appear. Yes, oh, marvellous. I, I don't know why I had it in my mind that he passed away last year. No, still with us. Good. And uh, next from me, a new release from a New York-born pianist and composer, David Lopato and his band Global Coolant. With over four decades of writing and recording with musicians such as Dave Liebman, Joe Lovano, Jane Ira Bloom, Tyson Sori, Marty Ehrlich and Steve Reich, you can tell that his music spans many genres, including quite a catalogue of film and TV music. And this new release, Short Stories, features one of only two pieces in his entire 40-year recorded output not written by him. And we're going to hear one of them, Wayne Shorter's Prince of Darkness. Thank you. 
Great version and I think a heartfelt tribute of Wayne Shorter's Prince of Darkness there from pianist David Lopato and Global Coolant from their recently released album Short Stories. David is a true world musician with many influences reflected in his playing, but what of the band I hear you cry? What of the band? There we are. Uh, well, the core quintet are his bandmates of many years. Ed Neumaster on trombone, Luca Pinho on saxes and clarinets, Ratso Harris, what a great name, Does on string one? bass, and Michael Sarin on the drums. However, on this uh, recording, they're augmented with three of New York's top session percussionists, Rogiero Bocato, Kieto Ogawa, and uh, Bobby Sanabria. And on a couple of tracks, uh, Anson Jones joins them on vocals. Marvellous stuff. Um... What else are we thinking about them for? We've had some witchcraft. We've had a bit of magic. Um, wizards? Why not? <laughs> Thank you. 
Hi there, this is John Sermon and you're listening to Jumping In on Manx Radio. Thank you. 
There we go, a nice little twofer of magic wonderfulness. Uh, first off, we had the great Kit Downs and Wizards from his album Quiet Tigers, which uh, I haven't played that for quite some time, actually, or Quiet Tiger, I should say, the Kit Downs trio. Really enjoyed that one. I haven't played it for quite some time on the Basho label. And after a quick interlude from uh, John Sermon, we are into a man very rarely play on this programme, Magic Malik, the flautist and his orchestra, with 13 XP songs book. But... He is magic, so he features. He's in there. <laughs> well, that's about it from this Halloween, or should I say, Hop Tune edition of Jumping In. Join us next week for some real fireworks, but for now, we'll leave you with a track from Ivo Neem's 2021 release, Glimpses of Truth with an all-star, mainly British cast. And remember that these spooks can mess with the very fabric of time itself. So don't forget to put your clocks back tonight. Here's Ghostly Figures. Ah, yes. It's getting hot next week as well. It certainly is. Mm. 